Hi folks, um, content warnings for this week, uh, COVID, ADD, and burnout. So hey, there we have it. Uh, our second warning is that we have animals in the house, and sometimes they make noise. Sometimes they're just cats who get up in our business. Sometimes they're dogs that bark. And since it is now spring where we're at and the sun is out late, sometimes there are roosters that will crow. It is a thing that happens. Which brings me to our third point. Uh, sometimes when those things happen, uh, often directed at the cats, we swear. And sometimes we just swear in general. So, it's true. Yeah, there's your warning. We, we swear. And uh, I tell all the guests that they're allowed to swear if they so choose. Sometimes they're just like, what a relief. And sometimes they're like, well, I, I don't really swear anyway. And I'm like, whatever, you know, do you do you. So, hi, folks. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode 293. Uh, our guest this week is an executive and leadership coach from Hawaii. And we had a great conversation, and I will share that with you in a bit. Uh, in the meantime, we should talk about our productivity of the last week. Um, and in my case, I've been writing code. I've been catching up on things. I wrote a large chunk of testing code, which was long overdue for a piece of internal tooling. Um, God, I submitted talks to all things open. We'll see if any of them get accepted. Um, the, the usual kind of run of things for me. Um, although. Yeah, and then I have my first on-call week with the new schedule starting on Friday, and it is a little more intense and a little more high high flow than the previous on-call situation I was in. And um, so I actually, I actually had a, an anxiety dream last night. Oh, or no! Maybe it wasn't an anxiety dream. But when the dog got me up, I went to go back to sleep and my mind was just like, okay, here are the things you need to worry about with this upcoming on-call shift and da-da-da-da-da. And it would just not shut up until I put music in my ears uh, to distract my brain away from that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed that music helps. Uh, well, it also helps that uh, I always tend to sort of latch to music um, and often... Before I go to bed or when I'm getting up, I have, I'm, there's something I am singing to myself in my head or sometimes humming. Uh, usually one of the things that I like to sleep to or, um, you know, one of the, the catchier things lately, uh, it's been uh, Murkowski's, and I'm saying that completely wrong, I'm sure, uh, pictures in, uh, pictures at an exhibition. I have several different renditions of it, and uh, so that's what I've been listening to. So cool. um, I don't know why the the Baba Yaga section is usually what puts me out, but I do have to listen through the prologue and the you know all the the other bits, um, just to maintain the flow. So that's me, um, and uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, the nervousness around this particular on-call is uh, really strange. I haven't felt anxious about an on-call with this job in a couple years. So uh, we'll, we'll see. Maybe it's, maybe I'm just afraid I'm out of practice on some of this stuff. I'm, I'm sure that it will not be as, as bad as you fear, but yeah, the 
Sometimes you just get anxious about things for no... Uh, I mean, you're like, why Why is this the thing I'm fixated on? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And some of it has to do with schedule. Like, I'm, I always feel bad when I have to <clears throat> rearrange uh, or ask for help to cover on-call when I'm going to be out. And I'm, you know, I have two appointments next week that are in the evening that overlap and I can't... with on call and one absolutely can't be rescheduled the other i can you know i can cancel but i don't want to if that makes sense oh yeah um so we'll see how that all works out in the meantime um you had a book come out last week i did you've uh, been doing promotions around it this I, i've done last, some yeah. promos uh and I'm I'm back to writing, thankfully. Uh, yes. So yesterday I managed to hand in the edits on the sequel to What Moves the Dead, and today I'm back to working on the unnamed next horror novel. And uh, yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's. I think it's going well, which means that quite soon. I will be convinced it is going horribly, and uh, which means that you will be forced to read it in like an evening while I sweat bullets. So the normal, yes, yes. But at the moment, I'm like, okay, this is this is going, and and nothing, you know. I I know the next bit to write and whatnot, and uh, I don't know. I'm I'm my my fear is that I I I don't think there's enough like pauses you know I, I i feel like you need the the sort of lacuna the 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 still moment so that the next tension ratchet hurts more right and right i'm a little worried there are not enough you know moments of calm but uh yeah we'll figure it out no no that 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 makes perfect sense i will um since my current novel isn't grabbing me yet um we will i i suppose if that interruption comes before i i get into the hell-bent for leather point uh, uh with this author that i i cannot i i just can't stop until i finished then uh you know i i guess uh, my reading slate is open for the does this shame my ancestors read I may do it early in the morning when you're not awake. I mean, it it really depends on on how it lands in terms of, you know, when I am freaking out. Yeah, you know, if if you didn't I would be more worried about a book if you weren't freaking out about it at some point. Oh god, I haven't freaked out enough about this one. Oh god, it's terrible. Or but you're starting to, so it's okay. Uh, it's if you were to if you were to hit a point and you were like no you don't need to read this one at all it's fine i'd be like oh no i absolutely need to read this one possibly so, i'm yes I'm, i don't know we're a little know. too obvious but maybe then again well we'll we'll see yeah is this the east the next easton or is this no no didn't i, I had you read the next easton uh, not a complete version no oh, i'll send you the the current version then uh 
no, this is this is another one. I don't want to like describe it as the thing that I call it because that gives oh dear away God, the, that. the plot. And, that thing. Uh, oh, sweet mother of God. And the God. premise is so... It, it, this is one of the rare times. Like, uh, ideas are a dime a dozen. No one's premise is original. But this one is sufficiently messed up, and I haven't seen it done before recently, that I, uh, oh, I'm, God. I'm playing it a little close to my chest. Yes, you you should. Also, I'm going to need therapy after even a fragment, I'm thinking. But, no, oh God. no, it starts out fine. Uh, that's what she always says, folks. Everybody who everybody remembers the everybody who reads the stuff is just like, what do you mean you didn't think the bus scene was messed up in um, the hollow places? What is wrong with you? Uh, <clears throat> the problem is I haven't gotten to the real to the like big, maybe not climactic, but the 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 scene that will be incredibly messed up, and. Uh, so until I actually write that scene, I kind of don't want to have you read it because I I, I want you to get the full effect of how fucking messed up it's going to be. Okay, so um, you heard it here, folks. It's See, going because to be- I'm excited about how messed up it is. This is going to go down as my book that everyone's like, eh, you tried. Yeah, sure. We'll we'll see. We'll see. In any case, now now I have something else to be anxious about. Um <laughs> although since it's still daylight out and the chickens are still on camera, I keep looking up and there's a rooster face staring at the camera. And uh oh oh there goes and Lucky is is uh, Lucky Buddy, twice in a row with that hen. Like, I just saw Lucky do what Lucky does with hens on camera. I was well, like, oh, he's in a corner by a tree. What's he? He's scratching there. He got up, and then a hen got up out from under him. And I'm like, oh. Well, that's that's why why you have roosters. That's Yes, yes. But well, at, one of the reasons you have roosters. Yes. Uh, at the same time, Lucky Son was sort of on the bottom of the camera looking around like I should be paying attention to things. But... Lucky knows not to interrupt his father when his father's getting busy. Um, so anyway, this so has anyway. been Sex Lives of the Chickens. I mean, it's funny. I mean, it really is sometimes. Right there in front of God and everybody. Couldn't you go in a bedroom like a, a, a normal... Per- oh, oh, there he goes after another hen. Goodness. Randy Lumbell. Moving on. Moving on. Yes, I will. We, we I, don't need yes. you narrating the sexual exploits <laughs> of a rooster. This is about productivity, not that kind of productivity. You know, sometimes when your mind needs a break, you just need to look at chickens. Some people need to touch grass. I, I go and, and, you know, yes, look at chickens. Yes, but normally you're not looking at them while they're doing that. Not on purpose. Indeed. Never, never. So, hey, on you purpose. have an interview with someone who I'm sure is thrilled to be on the podcast with the chicken. Uh, Actually, sex. she is. Um, Dana Mahina is a consultant, um, coach for an executive coach, a leadership coach, a podcaster, a radio host um, with rescue dogs um, in Hawaii. Ooh. So, we had a great talk. And I am 
really excited to share this one with you, and I will have it for you right after this. Hi folks, I am here today with Dana, and Dana, I hope I'm saying that right. Okay, cool. Um, and Dana's going to talk about how she stays productive. Uh, so Dana, can you do a significantly better job introducing yourself than I just did, and tell us about what you do? Wow, you set the bar so low, Kevin. I try, I try. <laughs> if I can't introduce myself... Show over. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's always an honor. And uh, what do I do? I'm an executive coach, a leadership coach. Some people call me an X Factor coach. I don't know what the hell that means, a performance uh -huh. coach. Uh, I help people become better leaders by accelerating their own transformation. I wrote a book a couple of years ago. I have a podcast. I do a little radio show on the islands of Hawaii, on the little island, the green island of Kauai. Mm. And um yeah, I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. Um and then I'm sure there's other stuff going on too that has to integrate into all of it because you can't, you know, there's your professional and then your personal, and you can try to set the firewalls, but they always bleed through. I know how it is. <laughs> I mean, what yeah. I feel like I'm laying on a couch right now. Yes, Kevin, <laughs> they bleed through. The hell they do, they bleed through. And in essence, what my mission is is to actually um, re-divert the bleeding. I've never said that before, mm -hmm. so you're now my coolest friend. So re-divert <laughs> the bleeding and choose where that bleeding goes instead of having it happen to you. Like you're voluntold, yeah. it's involuntary. You're mm -hmm. just like, how the hell did I get here? Who signed me up for this additional meeting? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I understand completely on all that, yes. Um, as a, a professional in the IT industry, it's always like, oh, look, a surprise. I have a new project. I didn't know I had a new project. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> and so, we, we find ourselves, right, kind yeah. of swimming upstream without a paddle, and then we're resentful, mm -hmm. and we're upset, and we're exhausted, and then the whole big B burnout happens, and that's actually where I really like to come in is when people are feeling burned out, especially leaders, even solopreneurs, people like you know us that have their own show, we're just doing so many things at one time and, and the mm -hmm. wheel is spinning so fast. How do you slow it down and how do you choose how to like redistribute where? Oh, yeah. The bloody mess. Where does the blood go? <laughs> Trickle down effect. I, I can start donating it uh, for the effects department over at Troma Films. I've been watching a lot of bad horror lately, oh, and Troma no. is like the king. And yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> uh, my tender heart. <laughs> yeah. How does uh, so? How do you keep organized? It is or stay productive on, since it's all yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it because busy is not productive. So mm -hmm. I'm 55. It's a work in progress. 
I do a lot to share all my foibles and what doesn't work. I call it traps to avoid or just shit ton of mistakes that I've made. So others don't have to keep stepping in the same stuff. And what I've done is really blocked time. I learned it in my 20s and I continue to block time. And it's the one thing that works consistently. It's predictable. Mm -hmm. It's my friend on a shit day. It's there to support me. It's a guidepost sometimes. Mm -hmm. It tells me here's tomorrow's calendar. Here's what's happening next week. I'm not usually that far ahead. Like I'm I'm not really looking a month out, but I'm definitely a week ahead at most times. So blocking time, that's how I do Mm -hmm. it. Time blocking is such a great technique if it works for you. You know, I I keep trying it and then I keep getting things thrown in the midst of things or it's just like, I set aside an hour to do this task and my brain, 30 minutes in and I just just have to take a break. And that block is now, yeah, no, it's, it's, I, uh, I'm envious of people who can do it. It's not a technique that works for me for some reason, but. You know, in tech space, I, I coach a lot of tech people and tech leaders. What mm-hmm. I find with them is it's like a structure unstructured. It's an agility yeah. coaching tool, right? So you sprint because you all like sprints. You're good at it. So by design, <laughs> you know, we have you sprint inside of a block and then. Yeah don't do anything that's structured and then there's another sprint coming up. So in a way that's a little bit of a hack that works. Yeah. Or I've found uh, the Pomodoro technique is really cool for that. Cause then you get like short little sprints just like that and a little break and then a sprint and a break. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it yeah. works for kids with ADD too. I have two kids basically that have for uh, sure. I'm sure they got it yeah. from me. I just am undiagnosed walking around without any drugs. So yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, it's it fair. My wife got her diagnosis in 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. Um, wow. You know, not like we hadn't been trying to get her to fill out the paperwork, yeah. you know, for a year prior. But as they as as she said, you know, here, let's take somebody and the thing you need to do to get diagnosed for ADHD is fill out this long, boring form to prove you have ADHD. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's the greatest story ever told. <laughs> Mine came when I was presenting. I was on a stage. Mm-hmm. I was presenting. Remember before COVID, but we like oh, yeah. went to events, that kind of thing. Like Comdex back in the day or whatever. So I'm presenting and mine is very, it's like a visual issue. And so I get incredibly distracted with too many visuals and I start to really shut down and it's really hard to diagnose and it's really hard to know how to stay productive with that issue. Yeah. And so for me, it's all auditory. I have to shut Mm -hmm. down the visuals. And during that blocking of time, that's a secondary approach is it has Mm -hmm. to only be stuff I hear. And I cannot have anything else distracting that's visual because it's game over. Yeah. So it's the, the, there are some apps I know of that are just like, this is a focused writing app. This is, this app will block everything, but what you're writing on or yeah. 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 So um, what tools do you use for the the time blocking? Well, this is embarrassing speaking to a technical person. This is very embarrassing. Mm -hmm. I am old school. I am on two calendars, mostly Outlook. This is not a plug for Microsoft. I just, it's what I'm on. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Outlook is solid. I have been on it for, I guess, 30 years, something like that. And sometimes Google, but what I found works better for me 
is I have two calendars in Outlook. One is my daily meeting schedule. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one I have labeled, this will blow your listeners away. Okay. This is so Mm -hmm. impressive. I've labeled it stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And every day I have this side-by-side view, again, not super visual. So the Mm side-by-side view for one day at a time, that's it. That's all I can handle. And then if I go to bed at night and look at tomorrow's side-by-side view and maybe Mm -hmm. a little into next week to make sure there's nothing I missed. Yeah. Because maybe in the bleeding area, I need someone to help with my rescue dogs next week. And I haven't thought about it or asked and, oh, here's four dogs and I'm on Kevin's show. And maybe I don't want them barking the whole time. Yeah, that's fair. Or you don't Although, care I mean, and you know. bark away. Yeah, we have we have a we have an animal noise warning. I mean, come on, I have roosters and I have a dog. Of course, we have animal noises happen. It's it's a thing. Um, <laughs> animal noises happen. Da, da, yeah. da. Um, so that's how I do it, and it's it's yeah. been years, literally mm-hmm. years. Probably the whole seven years I've been out on my own, not working for some corporate structural thing and it works. And so I do not plan to change that at all. It really works. Yeah. There are so many things I love about outlook. It's, but then I get to the user experience. I I am all Mac and the user experience on a Mac just doesn't match up to the user experience on windows. And it's not enough to drag me back to windows, but every so often I'll just be like, yeah, let's, let's try it. And it's not even the calendar side. It's the email side that gets me. They, they, you know, they're the best in class, I think, for scheduling and calendars and all that. And the email has sort of gone right in the tubes. And I'm yeah. actually not happy that they're starting to say, well, you want notes, use, use OneNote, and it's not integrated anymore. You want to use the tasks, the to-do lists. Yeah, you have to go to to-do. I, I'm just like, mm. Yeah, and we That's wonder why. why I we, like yeah, <laughs> we, and we wonder why everyone has this whiplash, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, what am I doing? Where am I supposed to be? Who am I with? Who am I today? I mean, it's very confusing. We're all so overwhelmed and, you know, burnout usually comes from being too busy and not productive enough. So how's that? (laughs) Uh, Believe me, I understand completely. Um, Or the, the, it's, hmm. let me think about, let's see, the first burnout was totally stress-related, not because I was too busy, but because it was a toxic environment. The second burnout was because there was more work than I could get done in a day and was expected to get it done in a day, right? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Working on not doing that a third time, so. <laughs> Happy to be your accountability sister to your brother. Well, <laughs> it's been uh, it's been 10 years since the last one, so I think I'm doing okay this time. Good work. That's a nice okay trend. Yeah. That's good. Um, any other tools that you use? I have an executive assistant. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> and if anyone's listening that's either starting their own business or doing a side hustle freelance business, or even, this might sound crazy, even if mm. you work for somebody else and you don't have support or they won't pay for support, If Mm. you can afford it, I really promise you it's worth it. Whether it's a part-time virtual assistant, a Mm part-time offshore assistant, my assistant is is a human being and she's been with me eight years and I don't know how I would be organized without her because I'm just not that great at it. I'm great at what I do in helping people be highly leveraged performer type leaders 
who are valued and giving value and excellent human beings. I'm not yeah. good at the organization stuff. She is. Yeah. Uh, my wife finally, I think it last year or the year before got, uh, there's a group of writers, science fiction writers who have like a shared virtual assistant and she got into that. And now there is a person who answers all of the emails that don't, you know, that are wrote or they want a signed book. And so the assistant set up a local bookstore where she can just go sign copies and then say, oh, you can order copies from over here. And it's it's like when she offloaded her art print business to a third party to do all the printing and the shipping and it suddenly freed up so much mind, you know, brain space and things that yeah. she could actually start to focus on other things. Yeah. Yes. That's the, mm -hmm. I talk about that actually in my book and I call it the shift dynamic because it's not always a conscious choice back to the beginning of our discussion. Mm -hmm. It happens to us and you're in it and you're like, what the hell happened? Like, it's just so hard when you're in it to make a conscious choice. So getting ahead yeah. of it is so important. And sometimes mm -hmm. that takes two heads, which are typically better than one. Yeah. And it's just, it's nice that now she's like, yes, I don't have to worry that I'm not going to look at my email and I have to sort through all this stuff from fans and whatever to find the one from my agent or the one from my editor or the. Yes, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about the tools. We've talked about your two calendars. Yeah. Uh, we've talked a little bit about the time blo time blocking as a system. Are there any other systems or habits that you find particularly valuable? Yeah. And it's going to sound a little like plugging my own advice. And the thing about yeah. coaching is we we <laughs> teach what we most need to learn. And every day I learn something. Mm -hmm. So the best advice I can give you is to be completely and brutally honest with yourself. If you are feeling like I was really, really busy today and I give the day a C grade. And yet yesterday I only worked technically three hours, but I kicked ass and it's an A grade. There's yeah. a clue. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens with me a lot because I have shifted the way I work over the years. And I realize I am very blessed to be able to do it. However, I said I wanted to move to an 80-20 work schedule a couple of years ago, right. like work 80% of the time for 100% of the same money. And right. when you set a goal like that, as long as it's specific, measured, achievable, realistic, time-based and evaluate oh, yeah. it. Smart goals. Yes. Smart smart and goals. make them smarter, right? Evaluate yes. it, rinse, repeat, or evaluate it, tanked, start, redo, start it over. A lot of people stop at smart. I like to produce things that are smarter because most humans that I talk to are smart. We can always be smarter. No one knows everything about anything. So that I'm one's so really stealing that. <laughs> I'm so stealing that because I'm so used to smart goals, but adding the, the smarter, you know, evaluate and yeah, no, that's smarter. That's yeah. Brilliant. And, and again, be honest. So when you do that mm -hmm. rinse, repeat, like, let's say the measure is one month, 28 days, technically to make a habit. I don't know. Maybe it's mm -hmm. 30. I'm not that brutal. If you if you miss a day, you start over at one. I'm not that guy. Sorry, no offense. Right. I'm not no, that no, guy. No, no, no. Work harder. Um, it's important to really assess: Did it work? Didn't it? What did? What do I keep? Mm -hmm. What do I kill? And then, if it didn't really work, like it wasn't a hit parade, start over. Right. Because the, sometimes the goal is is messed up, and sometimes the measure is really squishy. 
And I find most leaders, especially good hearted people that really care about Mm -hmm. themselves and humanity, we're really hard on ourselves to begin with, yet we're not very quantitative about it. Yeah. And I I see that in my day job over the last, uh, I don't know how many years, let's not do the math. Let's not do the math. Um, that, uh, you know, there's a, a goal is set and maybe it's not, maybe the measurement is off or maybe it is more an aspiration than a goal. And so it's not really achievable. And then it's not just, well, you missed it's you missed. And now we have to take measures to thump on you because you missed. Right. And I'm just like, you know, then, you know, it's almost like set up for failure and you can't set yourself up for failure. When you set yourself up for failure, you're going to fail. Um, it's just like that. I'm really glad yeah. you said it like that. It is setting yourself up for failure and we got to be kinder to ourselves mm-hmm. and then kinder to each other. Right. I, I always right. say it's, it's like that golden rule everyone talks about, which is doing to others as you have done unto you. And there's, there's a problem with that rule. It's really yeah. what I like to know for myself, which is how do you want things to be for you, Kevin? Let me get to know you. Let me understand you before you understand me and do unto others as they'd have done unto them, which is, I guess, the platinum rule or something. I did not make (laughs) somebody else's. And I really subscribe to that because it's so easy to solution for the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And it's a waste of time. So that's a productivity suck. Yeah. (laughs) Can I say that? Yeah, you can say that. That's fine. Okay. I, I, you know, I, the, the productivity industrial complex, which was, I forget where, where that, when I first heard that one, um, I think on the, the anarchist, um, the, the anarchist socialist librarian podcast I was on a couple months ago. Um, but the, the planner industrial, you know, complex is full of that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, it's like that movie Joe versus the volcano with Tom Hanks, like most depressing movie ever. I all right, embarrassing fact: I have never seen Joe versus the volcano. (laughs) Don't watch it. I walked out of it, and I believe there's two movies my whole life I walked out of. Well, I was really in the beginning of my corporate career, and I went, "Oh shit, that's me. This is not good." Oh. I don't want to throw myself off a volcano. (laughs) And then I moved to Hawaii, and who knew? Well, yeah, it's <laughs> foreshadowing. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> what was the other one you walked out of? Uh, I don't want to say it. Breaking okay. Bad. Never, never watched that either. Um, yeah, no, I I have uh, we're big. I'm a big fan, and many of my coworkers are big fans of Mythic Quest on Apple TV. But mm-hmm. everybody I know who's been in the game development industry, and I have several yeah. friends who've been in game development, they're just like, I can't watch it. It's too real. It's too much like, yep, my actual work. Yeah, um, too much pain. Yeah, especially if you're someone with a big, giant bleeding heart, which I'm known for. Too just too much. Like real life's hard enough. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> Maybe that's why I can't stand the office. Just I am with it. you. Yeah. Am... Thank you. Now there's two of us that I know. There we go. No one understands me. Thanks, Kevin. I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah, no. It's depressing. All right. <laughs> I know. It's it's I try Silicon Valley. I came from there 22 years. Yeah. 
it is exactly right. Why do I need to watch it? I lived it. Thank you. This is this is what I keep keep hearing from my coworkers. Oh, you have to watch Silicon Valley. You have to watch Silicon Valley. I'm like, I've been in the tech industry for 30 years. No, I don't. <laughs> you know it. No, You've yeah. Been no. In it. <laughs> I really don't. Uh you know, small toxic startups. Yeah, I've been there more than <laughs> once. Yeah, no, the whole thing. Yeah. Is it, isn't uh, that redundant what you just said? Sorry. Yeah, to make it no, I've been I I have been in a, a couple of small good startups that turned into something big. Isn't it right? lovely? Yeah. Um and then they turned toxic, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell you a story about some company Elon runs, but I won't. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Strike. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> uh, what does a typical day look like? Ah, okay. That's a great question. So in the morning, I pet my four dogs and I'm not kidding because I've decided I don't do meditation because it actually makes me less productive. I am not a meditator. Hi, I'm Dana. I'm not a meditator. So I pet my dogs because they're all in the bed for the most part. So I pet the dogs. I make coffee. I have a whole coffee ritual, go oat milk. And sometimes... I will do a little hula because I'm learning to hula, which is very important and deep and culturally really important. And I love it. And it's uh, opening mind, soul, body, everything. So I do that. Mm -hmm. And then I start my day. I coach teams and individuals and do shows Mm -hmm. like this or my own show from around 8.30 Hawaii time in the morning till around 2, maybe 3 in the afternoon. And then as we say in Hawaii, I'm pow. P-A-U, which means done. Uh, And then it's something water related. In the last two years since relocating permanently to the islands, water, water everywhere. So something. Getting in it, laying next to it, uh, checking out the sea life, hopefully hanging with a cool turtle. Don't get too close. No, uh, no. Yeah. We found one in a tide pool in uh, because that was our big thing. We we're not getting the ocean people, but we will climb on rocks looking at tide pools. And there was a turtle just hanging out just off in the tide pools over in in uh, Kona, and it was like, okay, we we have to stop. And that was like one of the coolest experiences of my life was watching this you know go out to sea after having a restful day. It was I have video. It was amazing. Um, and I mean, this is, it sounds weird, but just watching a turtle go out to sea is right up there with, you know, um, kissing a day old baby yak in the, in rural Tibet a couple years ago. Wow. In rural Tibet. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, it's right up there with, uh, we, yeah. we did a, a photo safari in Botswana and, <laughs> you know, the pride of lions that are like, you yeah. know, Six, 10 feet away. It was, I I just like, wow, that's one of those great things that just sort of, you know, happened to us. Yeah. And if you're fortunate enough to experience it frequently as I am, monk seals, turtles, octopus, eels, you name it, just swimming with a school of fish with or without Mm -hmm. a snorkel, just being in a school of fish is, is it's transformational. It's outer worldly. It's, it is hard to describe for people. So when people visit friends, family, clients, when they come, that's one Mm -hmm. thing. (laughs) Sorry about that. Oh, it happens. 
that was interesting. So this is a deaf dog who heard something or saw something. And I don't know. He hears vibration or feels it. Yeah. I yeah. said that wrong. Feels it. Yeah. We're not 100% sure. He might have like a slight tinge of hearing if it's mm-hmm. a certain frequency. Yeah. So that's what that was. Uh, anyway. So, yeah. The turtles and yeah. the sea life and the water uh-huh. are my jam. Yeah. And then family time. Notice yes. how I put them last. That's by design, not default. And that's back mm-hmm. to the how do you distribute your time? Yeah. But I mean, when you get to the family time, now you've got you've you've been in the water and this you've mentally washed clean all the work all the day. Now you can like focus on it. You know, <laughs> when when I'm done recording and when I'm done with my work day and on all those sorts of things, it's like, yeah, I will. Like the break point, I think, is right around the time I go out to check to make sure all the chickens are in and have gone to bed and collect eggs for the day. And that's sort of like there's that cleansing sort of time where I can let the rest of it just out of my head. And then I can really, you know, I can be more present for, well, let's be honest, sitting around playing video games and watching crap TV, binging crap TV with my wife, right? So... (laughs) We've been binging Shit's Creek. We're on the fifth time going through it, and we've never done that with another series. So I don't know for what that means. I just thought I'd share. I, I I haven't. We we didn't get. We haven't finished the first season of that. We jump around. Um, like she had hadn't seen. Okay, some of it's not shit TV. <laughs> um, she hadn't seen. Uh, she hasn't seen any of Star Trek Picard, and she was a big TNG fan. So we just went through the first season, and now we have to take a break after the end of the first season because the end of the first season is a hammer. Like it is, it is glorious and brutal. Before we go into the second season, um, <laughs> well, if you want to be light, I suggest yeah. Shit Creek. Oh There's yeah, nothing no. intense about it. It's mindless and fun, and it's <sighs> beautifully written. Oh yeah, no, I loved it. I loved it. It's just one of those we really need to get back to, but we it's like we have to be in the right mindset for. Yeah. Um you know. So, yeah. Um But yeah, you have to have that that break so that you can be much more present, right? Because if you're not, then you're going to be distracted. Then you're not able to be with the people you want to spend time with in an effective manner. Including yourself, right? Yeah. Mhm. Right. So I call that, I know it's kitschy. I call it me before we, and in particular, women really struggle with this. Some men too, obviously there's no all or nothing women in particular, in my experience, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just really hard to put yourself first, even five minutes a day. Yeah. Right. Like write yourself a prescription, like you're a doctor and fill it. (laughs) It's just really hard. hard to do you're on the airplane you're like okay mm-hmm. i get it oxygen mask yeah right sure yeah, yeah. Read this magazine or scroll on my doom scroll some more on my phone yes. oh yeah right we're all guilty of doom scrolling and so i really recommend that people take a little mm-hmm. time for themselves and again it doesn't have to be a big thing no. it could be five minutes it could be feeding your chickens it could mm-hmm. be in my case petting my dogs because i know it's like, huh, I'm just going to calm it on down before I go out and help a bunch of people. Yeah. I, I got to yeah. get right with me first. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, even between, well, because the weather today has been glorious here. Um, I took like 10 minutes between finishing, well, between finishing work and wrapping a couple of other things up and starting the, you know, 
starting the prep work for this, I, I spent some time out taking pictures of the chickens and this glorious spring lighting and everything that's going on. So, oh, and we uh, now it looks like, and then, oh, wait, before we get to the, the next bit, I, I we have to close the day. You have like a, a routine to end the day. That's where the binge watching comes in, but I do that on my oh, own. Yeah. <laughs> my husband's like, hey, I don't want to do that unless it's a certain kind of show. And we don't agree on all of our mm -hmm. genres of entertainment. And so yeah. there's some togetherness and there's some by myself. And sometimes for me, mm -hmm. it's reading. Like I, I was oh, once yeah. asked, you know, if you were on a deserted island, what are the two items you'd have to have? And I said, a champagne corker, which was a stupid answer because how do you know there's champagne? <laughs> I assume I'm shipwrecked with all this champagne and I don't want it to go bad. So I don't know what the hell, but I'm honest. The other thing yeah. I said was my Kindle and that it oh, would yeah. have some kind of uh, endless battery feature because I mm. don't survive without a Kindle. I don't really like to watch mm. TV. I like to read and I like to watch on my Kindle. I don't know what that means. I, I flip. I flip between the two. It's like, no, I, I can't do TV with dialogue or anything like that tonight. I want to focus on the book, uh, which is usually yeah. the night we'll put on uh, Gardener's World, which is one of her favorite shows. And she can go because I'm not the gardener. Uh, but if we're doing like, you know, if it's like new episode of, of one of our shows or an anime we're really into, then yeah, maybe it's. I, I won't want something quite so cerebral for what I'm doing because I can't track both at the same time. Exactly. And and that's yeah. another good point for your listeners. If you have a mm -hmm. very cerebral job or you mm -hmm. spend, let's say, the majority of your 168 hours in the week in something cerebral, we all have some kind of a binge watching or oh, yeah. something. I just did my... A seventh or eighth playthrough of one of my favorite video games. You know, it's like, oh, I bought a Steam Deck. Does it work on the Steam Deck? Yes, it does. Oh, well, I guess I might as well play through again as long as now that I've installed it and I know it's working. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's decompression, let's face mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. And then what time do you end up calling it a night and then off to, you know, sleep? What's sleep? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's say in general, in mm. honor of this time blocking, 10, 10, 30. Okay. I'm kind of in bed, asleep, I don't know, midnight, 12, 30, up yeah. around 8. That's kind of the circadian rhythm. And my husband is the head of the airfield of our naval base, so we have completely different hours. It's not oh, like yeah. first shift, second shift. But mm -hmm. it's not exactly aligned, so we really we we oh, relish yeah. our weekends because the week is mm -hmm. like, uh, hey, bye. <laughs> yeah, no, we we have we have that we do have that evening overlap because yeah, as since she is the professional author, you know, published author thing, she, it's like yeah, no, she she might be up until two. That's fine. Yeah, I have to be up earlier because I'm you know I have to take get the chickens going i actually have to show up on meetings on time for some reason it's you know <laughs> so yeah for me it's it's uh, it's close to the same eight but i'm usually closer to 11 30 or 12 um but no i understand and it might be two for her it might be three it just it depends yeah 
Isn't that a great statement? It depends. That's my favorite answer for every question. <laughs> there's there's a running choke that yeah, it's uh, uh, one of our the core values I think on in our company. Uh, we should we should actually codify it. Is that you know uh, it depends um, because that is so often like uh, the answer to the question is okay. How does this work? Well, it depends. Well, it depends. Um, yeah, it works great in business, especially yeah. project management and yeah. terrible in marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think, you know, I've been doing this for how long? Uh, the second marriage thing for how long? It seems to be working so far. Same. Second marriage. Yeah. Woo-woo. Yeah. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Um, yeah. Trying not to be, it depends with, with yours, but like that was, I think, part of the, the, thing with my first wife was I, you know, we were both trying so hard to not situationally, but, you know, be someone we weren't and not, it depends, but so it, it, it doesn't help But that having that ability to say, yes, we are both kind of, you know, it depends. Do I want to do this tonight? Do we want to do this together? Do we want to do, you know, it depends. Great. Everybody wins. <laughs> Good context. You know? I like it. <laughs> I try. I'll try that. I'll, I'm going to try yeah. that tonight. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> All right. Now for the fun questions. Like these haven't been fun so far, but these are the ones I have the most fun with. Um, and the first one is, what is the best advice? And you have been full of so much advice. The best advice you have been given uh, and or in addition to the best advice you'd give somebody else. Hmm. Okay. And I hope that's not giving away the farm or, or asking you to like give up the trade secrets or something. It's, you know. if, if anyone could replicate my brain, you can have it. How's that? <laughs> Take it. My kids would be so grateful. They're like, turn off the coach. Yeah. So the best advice given was we have two eyes, two ears, and one mouth. Listen more than you speak. And watch, observe before you start espousing your wisdom. And it's really good advice. The best coaches are the best listeners. I mean, honestly, everything I've screwed up in parenting, especially when I was a single mom, a lot of it had to do with not listening, Mm -hmm. not really observing, not reading between the lines. And I'm really good at that at work. And I was terrible at that at home. So that would be the best advice I was ever given the best advice that I give is mm-hmm. it's this tool I think I invented if I didn't direct message me and Kevin and we'll we'll give credit well, and well, attribution to whoever gets it but I call yeah. it how <laughs> I call it timed <laughs> venting uh and it's bitch moan complain vent for three minutes do it with a partner have them actually time you then Spend two minutes and you got to honor the clock. When the timer says done, you got to be done. Two minutes on why is this happening? So like you're really stuck on something. You're really upset about something. You have a major life decision to make. Uh, Not what to binge watch at night. This is big stuff, right? Macro Uh picture, strategic, impactful, painful. So two minutes, why is this happening right now? And fall in love with the why, because that's where a lot of people get hung up especially at work when it's a big, complex, hairy problem. Like, why is it happening? Stay with it to get down to the bottom of the root. And then Mm -hmm. one minute is what's the one thing you're going to do about it? What's available to you? 
back to smarter, what's realistic, one thing, not 10 things so that you are set up for success. Cause you said it earlier, Kevin, we set mm-hmm. ourselves up for failure and then, you know, we wonder why, well, yeah. sometimes we're doing it to ourselves. Sometimes your boss is doing it to you. You don't mm-hmm. have the words for the conversation. Your partner at home is doing it and you're not yeah. bold enough. So I really love this exercise. Three, two, one. Yeah. And I like that it ends with something actionable. <laughs> Like actionable, like if, if, you know, yeah, there is, there's a place for venting and I don't want to deconstruct, but some, there's a time when it is appropriate to vent, to get it out of your system and then deconstruct and find that actionable thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I often find myself, you know, Ursula will say something and I'll be like, oh, you know, and I'm like, okay, hold on. Do you want me to, are you venting or do you want my, my view, my assistance, my advice on it. Learning to do that was incredibly important. Like, because so often it's like, no, I just wanted to vent. I didn't actually want your opinion. Um, setting up a timed system to do it and say, all right, I need to vent, but I also need to solve this problem. That's great. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. And the time piece, again, if you're someone who mm-hmm. struggles with productivity versus busyness or burnout, mm-hmm. or, you know, you get distracted easily. It's such a finite amount of time. Most people don't push back when I say, okay, it's going to take six minutes. Most people say it can't possibly only take six minutes. It's like, yeah. try it. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> uh, no, I'm still, uh, uh, last week we had, oh my God, it was an in-person conference for work. And we were talking about, um, this is this technique was new to me called brain brain writing instead of brainstorming. And the whole concept of, yes, you have a finite amount of time to Put down your ideas and then you're going to hand that sheet to the next person and the sheets are going to rotate and then five minutes, five minutes, five minutes, instead of everybody just sitting in a room in the loudest voice. I was like, this is amazing. Well, how do you, yeah, how do you do it in such a short amount of time? And, um, but apparently, yeah, no, it's something uh, we're actually going to try. So I'm excited yeah, about that. That's yeah. so cool. It's very much like improv, right? You're adding. Yeah. Yeah. Let me. Add that to my notes because this is, it occurs to me, this is the first time I've talked about it on the show. So I have to, I have to link people to it, right? It's Uh, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next fun question. This is the sad one. This is the sad one. Um, How do you deal with failure or when you miss a goal? Still hard. I'll be honest. It's still hard. And I coach this a lot. So again, good example of teaching what I need to learn. There are little F's and big F's in failure. I learned that Mm -hmm. in my early 30s when I had my first daughter. And the big F's are actually pretty rare. Like you go bankrupt, your company goes belly up. It's that small, scrappy, beautiful, believable Mm -hmm. startup, and it just doesn't make it. Things become toxic in such a severe, pronounced way. So big F's in failure, they're, they're actually quite rare. So for me, it's getting more comfortable embracing the little F's in failure, which is experimentation and iteration and knowing it might take 99 pitches to get funding before mm-hmm. you hit the 100, but you're probably not getting the money at 98, round 98. Yeah. And you've got to hang in there and keep going. And, you know, all the quotes on earth about, you know, it's just Thomas Edison, 10,000 things I didn't try, like... None of that yeah. shit helps me. I got to be honest with you. What helps me is knowing <laughs> knowing I'm going to have some little failures. I'm not going to feel good about it. So I'm not going to pretend like, 
it's the college try go you I don't I don't subscribe to that crap it doesn't work for me and it doesn't really work for people I know it's more mm-hmm. the embracing that it is going to probably fail and if I don't experiment enough I'm probably solving for the wrong thing yeah so that's that's how I do it I don't love it I don't like mm-hmm. it <laughs> but it's going to happen it, and it it is going to happen. I'll I'll just tell one quick aside. If your listeners have kids or their aunts, uncles, or they are around kids, oh, you know, you yeah. have your first kid and they fall and you go, oh, baby, and you pick them up and you coddle them. And then that's your stressed out, anxious kid. That's my older daughter. She would tell you that. And my yeah. younger daughter, you know, <laughs> she falls down and I'm like, high five. Good job. Good fall. Good job falling. That was taught to me by a friend because I never would have had that language. And to this day, she's, she doesn't love failure either, but she'll, she'll try where my oldest is like, how do I set my life up in a perfect square? So I don't have to expose myself to that failure, which sucks, sucks for her. Oh yeah. No, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not sure either of my boys fit into that, that same sort of thing, but you know, uh, I, I know, I know which one's more risk averse than the other, uh, you know? Uh, so, and I don't know if that, if it was the same sort of thing or if it was just, you know, cause it, it's, it was hard cause we did the split household thing, right. Until they were big enough. Same you know? kind of yeah. until he checked out, but yeah, <laughs> yes. No, no. We, was, we started was, that way. Yeah. No, in, until until my ex-wife had to move to take care of her aging father. And then like my oldest son was like, I think I'm gonna go with her. And my youngest son was, Can I just live with you full time so I can finish high school at the high school I'm at? And I'm like, Okay, you know. Yeah. Um yeah. Life's life stuff, isn't it? Uh, but on the other hand, you know, my oldest is doing amazing. Um, and my youngest is about a year away from finishing his degree in climate science of all things. I'm proud of him for that. I'm wow. so proud of him for that. Yeah. Well, yeah. we need him. I know, right? Um, <laughs> Tell him he's got an Aunt Dana in Kauai because there's a lot of climate <laughs> science to study here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No, especially the place got... in the islands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So that was the quote unquote sad question. And it's usually the easy one to answer. The happy question which people sometimes have trouble with. And the the interview that I did for the people at home, it's the interview you listened to last week. For those of us who are in, in the now, it's the interview I conducted last night. Um, the difficult for people to answer question. Um, it's the other side of the coin, basically. And that is, do you celebrate your successes? And if so, how? Who tells you yes? I want to, I want to meet them. <laughs> I, I no, I I have I I have a couple of people who started with well not really no and then have graduated who have done catch up interviews over the years and are like yeah now I'll text a friend and say look at this thing I did or I'll get an ice cream or you know I I've actually watched people once you start to suggest the idea that maybe you should they're like oh that's a thing I can do you know um guilty this is and i don't do guilt but i'm guilty i coach this stuff all the time it's the little wins my husband will come Mm -hmm. home they pass some big thing on the base and i'll say hey what'd you do for your crew what'd you bring them donuts malasadas oh Mm -hmm. i always forget i'm going what's wrong with you give them food 
Do I give myself food? No. <laughs> oh, come on. And you've got access to the freshest coffee. Oh, oh I'm so spoiled now. I just, I, <laughs> but you know, it's just, yeah, no, I'm going to go have the, the, that amazing fresh, just whatever coffee, not the Starbucks there. I was like, why is there a Starbucks on the big Island? Does it get any business? Why would people go to a Starbucks? You tell me. You <laughs> yeah. tell me. Or poke, which I could eat every day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, celebratory poke. That I could mm-hmm. sign up for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, oh my god, the poke. And I'm still, I'm still like, what is the recipe for the macaroni salad? Because I make macaroni salad and ain't like that. And I no, don't it's know not. What the is. No, because yeah. it's mac salad. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. <laughs> Skip yeah. the roni. I don't know. I just made that up. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't, I'm not a very good cook, but you're right. Mac salad <laughs> is the bomb. Yeah. So there. Okay. So now I have an assignment for you. And that is you need to, you need to celebrate your successes, even if it's just, you know, a poke bowl, even if it's just texting someone or, you know, your husband comes home and you're like, I did a thing. It's awesome. Thank Let's you. have mimosas. Yeah. I'm going to do that tonight. I commit. Because yeah. I have to do that, right? You got to commit or it doesn't work. So yeah. I will do that tonight. And I'm glad you said that because it's Friday here. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever you're listening around the world, I don't know. It's Friday here. And that's great. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Because it was a really good week, actually. So thank you. Yeah. See, I'm on your couch again. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'm doing that. I don't I don't know how, how that, why that's happening. Okay. All right. Last thing which is the the probably it's becoming one of my favorite things um and that is that ursula and i are great like we we are financially good we don't need money we don't we actively discourage our listeners from contributing to our our crowdfunding thingies unless it's like you know a special event and um there is absolutely no monetization whatsoever on this podcast at this point. And I fight to keep it that way. So instead we want our people to give money to those who need it way more than we do. And so do you have a charity or charities? Because you said you had about three before we started um, that our people should give money to instead of us. Yeah, I have two. And then I have one that I would call social cause. That's okay. not a charity. So you can decide whether or not you want to plug it. It's your show. So number one is Kiva.org. K-I-V-A.org. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I have been mm-hmm. actively giving there and asking my clients to give there. And for the most part, every holiday season, giving on behalf of my clients to them because mm-hmm. it is entrepreneurial. It is small yeah. business. It is in country. It is sustainability. It's all those things. Mm-hmm. And pick your genre, pick your... Yep whatever. Uh, they have so many people that are such great people. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, they repay their loans. So every oh, time yeah. I have a loan repaid, I just put it right back in. It recapitalizes. So I've been doing the up. same thing. I've been doing <laughs> the exact same thing for the last two years now, quietly. But yeah, because it's like, you know, here's a local uh, a local business that is uh, women-owned, a uh, person of color who like is making a go of it great i will absolutely support that you know um yeah no i love kiva and uh and seeing those repayments come in and then rolling around and giving them to somebody else oh it's 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 just it's the best mm-hmm. feeling ever 
The next one is um, an incredible person who started her own independent record label, and they are Mm -hmm. on a crowdfunding campaign and giving 20% of what they raise right now to underprivileged, underrepresented, and marginalized students. Oh, Uh, yeah, in the music scene. And this woman is just truly an incredible human being, Um, Mm -hmm. just a dear, dear friend. And it's called Nelms music planet and i'm going to give you the crowdfunder url which is crowdfunder of course.com slash nelms n-e-l-m-s music planet and awesome she's she's just doing great work in the world and really helping kids who are not Mm -hmm. well represented and and that was her so and she's really Mm -hmm. successful now and giving back and she's also very hip and cool (laughs) <laughs> so that would be a lovely. And the, the last mm-hmm. one is this new social venture that I'm a part of called mm-hmm. Kinder. K-Y-N-D-R. And it is non-toxic social media. It's 13 weeks old. It's on the app store. Oh, wow. Um, Android as well. And it's it's one of those startups that we desperately mm-hmm. need. You know, social media has become toxic and it's oh. like the tobacco of our generation. And so for a data scientist to launch something called Kinder is so refreshing to me. And the founder is mm-hmm. a brilliant data scientist. So if you're yep. open, I'd love you to check it out and it's free. <laughs> yep. Oh, well, you know, we, we still have to, um, uh, lessons learned from social, from people who have run social media sites, like the terms of service, the moderation. Um, oh my God, our friend, uh, who runs, uh, dream and has been running Dreamwits now for well over a decade since uh, since I think right about the time uh, LiveJournal was bought out and they forked the code. Um, you know, uh, they have such amazing insight into, no, this is the things you have to understand about running it. By the way, I, I highly recommend uh, looking at, at Dreamwits and all the, the things they're doing over there because they've been doing it a while and understand Thank the... You. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, yeah, we really are trying to change mm-hmm. the world for the better and yeah. stop the doom scrolling and start the positive mm-hmm. infusing. So yep. we know it's a hard road and we're just mm-hmm. we're so honored to start a movement. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. All right. So thinking of all that now that we are done. We're done with all of the official questions. Um <laughs> Where can we find you online? And do you have anything else to share with us? <laughs> I was fortunate enough to be given a Hawaiian name two years ago by a hundred percent Hawaiian person known as a Kanaka mm-hmm. Maoli. My name is Mahina Onalani, which means moon of the heavens. So my brand the last couple of years is Dana, my given mm-hmm. name, Mahina, which means moon, M-A-H-I-N-A. All my social medias on Dana mm-hmm. Mahina. And my website's DanaMahina.com. And we can get your book there? Yeah. Tell me about the book. Send you right to Amazon. Right on. (laughs) I'll get my penny and you'll get some good advice. Uh, The book is called (laughs) Stop Settling, (laughs) Settle Smart. I wish I had written it as Settle Smarter. That may be in the works. We'll see if I have the energy. And it's about, yeah, yeah, it's about rethinking work-life balance because balance is a Mm -hmm. myth and it's about work-life integration and redesigning your busy, busy life so you can harmonize. Yeah. 
And oh. there's a lot of a lot of people who are learning who have learned about all of that in the crash course that was 2020, right? Um, I'm somebody who worked who's been working for home now for all right, don't do the math, 12 years, <laughs> give or take. Um, and you know, I so I had all the like I literally did an episode in I think May that was like, so you work from home now. Like, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, in May of 2020, because it was, uh, there is that whole, like when the two are separate locations, it's a whole separate thing, but when it becomes much more integrated, you have to, you have to relearn a whole bunch of stuff. Yes. I'm talking. Yes. You have to learn how to deal with the cat that is (laughs) constantly needy on your desk. So yeah, and not become a 24-7 shop, which is what we really noticed about yeah. human beings during COVID, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, it, there's these benefits to working mm-hmm. from home, and there's these huge deficits, which is, you know, yeah. now I'm just multitasking like a crazy lunatic and never turning off. And so I actually became more known and more popular during mm-hmm. COVID for this reason, because they wanted the antidote or the secrets or the yeah. tips to, to deal with it. And that's why I'm contemplating this next book, which is... How do we actually deal with burnout inside of the cycle we're in now, which is this hybrid cycle, right? Yeah. Most people are working sometimes at work in an office and sometimes not You're like the hybrid yeah. world and the great resignation has given us a lot of benefits mm-hmm. silver lining and everything like a, a, a pandemic's yeah. a terrible thing to waste in some ways. However, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get it. Yeah. I get why you did that mm-hmm. episode. Like, so you work from home now. It's, it's just fascinating. Mm-hmm fascinating because yeah, everybody you know i uh, and i i even i had struggled with many of those same things in the first couple of years because it's so easy to just be like well uh everybody's asleep and i'm awake i'll just sign on and see what work email looks like yeah nope don't do that don't do that you know so yeah yeah, yeah. and there's still a lot of people in that especially younger up and coming mm-hmm. people again oh, yeah. in, in particular i find people that do not have the same opportunities mm-hmm Right. Because they think it's the only way to get ahead. And so they are just killing themselves yeah. and overworking and outpacing and outlasting like they're on Survivor. And in some ways they, they are right. Yeah. In some ways they are. And so helping figure out what that right rhythm is, it, it's it's a complex scenario and situation. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, reach and, out. And I'm happy to help. <laughs> yeah. And here here we go. Here's my spicy take. Spicy take. You're like me. You're you're a product of Gen X. We were sold a bill of goods that is, you know, you you work hard, you go to college, you get a job, you stay in that job for 30 years, whatever you retire, and you're better than when you started. And that was a big fat broken lie. Totally. So yeah. That but, is in my book. It is a myth. Yeah. Trust yeah. that myth. Yeah. Gen X, we're not bitter, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> that is a t-shirt if you start selling those please let me know we'll get we'll donate all the money to nelm's music planet there we go oh, gosh that's a great no, 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 no i gotta make it uh, uh, make uh, i gotta make a note on that yeah it's hilarious so true yeah and in, in in um let's just say if you're in a really high pressure market the industry mm-hmm. you work in, the city you oh, live yeah. in, you know, again, Silicon Valley, great mm-hmm. example. My female role models were the Cheryl Sandbergs of the world, like no offense to her, 
Yeah, yeah. That was that was not I was not gonna be Cheryl Sandberg. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait a minute. I was not gonna have a full nanny staff in the next office. No. Of the startup for the founder I was running. I was not gonna like be this like superhero on a private jet. It was not gonna happen no matter how hard I worked or how many promotions I had, or when I first became a CEO or sold a couple companies and got some equity when the founders retired and I got a sliver. Like that was not going to be my journey, but boy, I gave it everything because I really believed it. I believed yeah, it. We all did. Yeah. We all did. Yeah. So. No, I don't want to put that there. Yeah. Now, now I'm trying to, I, I've got these notes. It's like, yes, I need to add Cheryl Sandberg to my notes. And now it's like, it's in the wrong place. And I can't put my little mark on it that says that's what I, I want to do. So. To, to remind myself to link it, I, I have an actual note-taking system where I do all of that. It's uh, Cool. All right. We're just going to get rid of... I'm just going to erase it, and I'm just going to rewrite it because <laughs> I'm. it's faster than actually, you know? There we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the end of the day here, so you can tell I'm a little distracted, too. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, no, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Um, and whenever you want to come back, you just drop us a note and we'll make it happen because this was awesome. I'm really grateful. Thanks for holding yeah. me accountable. Celebration tonight. <laughs> there you go. Friday night. Yeah. Crazy. The, the whole island shuts down at eight o'clock. So picture me at 7 p.m. <laughs> uh, no, that's, you know, yeah, that was the one thing about the big island is, yeah, okay. If you were outside of like the touristy district, Everything just shut down. It's like, all right, now we're done. Like, I'm like, okay, I, I can actually kind of get behind this, you know? <laughs> so cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank right. you. This is so fantastic. I feel like I made a new friend. I'm so grateful. And uh, and for the people at home, we'll be right back after this. Thank you, Dana, for coming on the show. It was amazing. I had such a great time talking to you, and uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. Right? Um, so, yes. And now, we have a word. A word? I mean, it's more of a phrase, but since there are no spaces in it, it's a word. It's a code. Uh, I'm... Okay. Yes. And the word is, no spaces, the little Fs. The little F-S. <clears throat> because, okay. you know, we embracing the little failures. Ah, yes. Yes. Um, as, uh, as Dana put it, there, there are the little Fs and the big Fs in failure. And uh, embrace the little ones. So, um, yeah, it's going to happen and you're not going to like it. When it happens, I mean, that's just nature. So there you go. You can take that word 
You can roll over to productivityalchemy.com. You can then take that word and put it where it says activity code. And you can press submit once you've typed it in and you'll get a badge. Ooh, a shiny badge. I haven't figured out what's going to be the badge image this week, but I try it is unique every week. I try really hard on that. Um, and once you have that badge, uh, you can do things with it as outlined in the badge how to, which talks about what open badges are, because that's what we issue are open badges and you know, what you can do with them and the things they, they prove and all that stuff. And some people collect them and some don't. And you know what? More power to each side of that. Um, and that's that. There are other things you can do there. Yes, there is. There are. There is the, the many, many things, many interesting yes. things. There are old episodes. There, there are. are links. There are bios. There are all kinds of things. There are show notes. Show notes, Show yes. notes, yes. And there is also the forbidden link. The forbidden link. Do not click this link. I, I'm, I may have to figure out how to... Uh, how to, I may change that so that it no longer says, so that it doesn't have to be forbidden anymore. Uh, but then what will we talk about at this point in the show? I don't know. Anyway, the link says support, but don't click it. Yeah, we don't need it. Yeah, we're good. We're, good. we're, we're doing fine. Yeah. Uh, we, we obviously, we, we are thrilled you want to support us, but we're doing good. Other people need support way more than we do. And in, I believe we have a charity, in fact. We, could we have use some, some love. We, we have two, as it were. Um, the first is kiva.org, the microloan and micro grant site. Ah, yes. Um, and uh, where you can make a, a small loan to a uh, person who is starting their own business or trying to expand their small business. And it is all individuals and, and, you know, family owned things. And, uh, I have, uh, money loaned out. And when I get payments back, when it hits a certain threshold, I, I send it right back out. Um, so I am, I'm trying to, and I'm always looking at the ones that are local to me and you can find them all over the world. I, I really like Kiva. Um, the other is, uh, Nelms Music Planet, which is, run by a, a friend of Dana's that um, uh, 20% of all their proceeds go to underprivileged students as, uh, as part of their, uh, their music sales and things. So definitely worth checking out as well. And those are our two charities for this week. And that's that's where we're at. So thank you everyone for listening. Again, thank you, Dana, for appearing on the show. And um, I don't know, go out there and, and do your best to uh, stay productive. Still nothing, uh, uh, no quip? Productivity, yes. Productivity is good. I'm sorry, my brain is just fried. I, I wrote like 1,600 words today, which was very productive. And, and you did a... a, a yeah, a thing. A but, thing, yeah. But yes, no, mostly now I'm just thinking about how to make the big reveal scene as messed up as possible. Right. On that note, folks, um, good luck. Stay productive. Pray for me. <laughs>